Hi, I'm Mars Ward, president of Callaway's Nursery. We're based right here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're proud to sponsor this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. All right, Mars, thank you very, very much. A couple of comments. First of all, I hope Mars is as happy at the end of the hour and proud as he said he would be at the beginning of the hour. Oh, I'm tired. The hour was just the beginning of it all. Yeah, Lynn and I and Joseph stayed up last night, and we watched the uh, the great game from the McKinney Lions and the especially great game from the Duncanville Panthers. They are a joggernaut team, and both teams played beautifully. We're really proud of our McKinney Lions. The uh, score does not indicate how hard those boys played. And first time in, in the state finals in basketball, uh, in uh, 92 years, from the 94 years from the McKinney Lions, and first time in 365 days for Duncanville. Oh my goodness, they're good and they're so fast. That was fun to watch, even though our team was going down uh, a long ways. But they brought it back in the second half, and it looked like it might be a game. So anyway, thank you to those teams and to all the teams at UIL. I love high school competition, whether it's in sports or whether it is in uh, academics. Our son, many years ago, competed in UIL number sense and went to state, and uh, that was fun to watch. And I know there are other, uh, lots of other UIL competitions for academics and music and uh, dance and and uh, drama. Oh goodness, it's a great thing to be around high school students. They are so gifted. So that took us up until the uh, time change, and then I don't know what's wrong with my body, but I. I rarely hear my alarm clock. I usually wake up about a minute or two before the alarm clock, and this night I decided I would wake up a minute before the time change and just watch the clocks change. I don't know what it is, but I seem to have a built-in clock. My wife uh, has always noted that. I think in the last three months the alarm has gone off one time, and uh, that's all. She said, the alarm go off? No, no. So anyway, good morning, and uh, be patient with me. I'm a a sleepy guy. Give us a call if I can help you with a plant question. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Right here, Mike Bass will answer your call, and he'll get you screened and ready to go on the air. And uh, uh, make sure you have a gardening question. That's what, uh, what his main function is when he answers the phone. Find out what city you're in and... Hopefully you'll know what the plant is, but you don't have to. So those are the uh, the first things that happen, and then we get right to the calls. So we only have, what do we have? We have three lines that we use, and so they come at a premium. I would call right now if I were you. One more time, 800-288-WBAP, which translates to 800 288 9227. We begin the program each week with Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. They are partners on the same property. And Steve, good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. It's a beautiful morning. It would be a great day to go to the Botanic Garden. Tell us what's happening. Well, for one thing, we have new hours. With the time change, we will now be open from 8 to 6 daily. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's a change for us. But anyway, this coming week, this week, is spring break for a lot of schools, including Fort Worth ISD. Uh, the garden is going to be packed this week, I'm sure. But there are plenty of things for everybody to see who want to cut, get out and enjoy the spring weather. We have butterflies in the conservatory. We have bugs on the grounds. And we have nearly 250,000 bulbs blooming in the beds. 
All right. We will come back to uh, butterflies and bugs in the events in just a moment. Your featured plant this week is one of our favorites. In fact, a sixth grader who is spending the weekend with us, Joseph, commented, what is that smell when we got out of the car last night? And uh, he said, that's wonderful. Tell us about it. Mm. Well, that is Mexican plum. Uh, this is a native tree. Uh, it's a small tree, maybe, you know, 25 feet tall or so. Uh, but anyway, I found the first one blooming this past week uh, in the garden. Uh, this is the time of the year for them to bloom. Uh, the, uh, the Mexican plum has very attractive dark bark and deeply fissured. It's almost black. And then those white flowers really stand out against that dark fissured uh, bark. The flowers are fragrant. Uh, so, uh, in fact, they have kind of a honey scent. So this is a wonderful small ornamental tree to have in the landscape. You want to plant this in full sun to part shade. Uh, it can be used as an understory tree on the edge of the wood, but I encourage people not to plant this over pavement. Uh, Why is that? Just, well, the fruits drop and create a mess. So, uh, yes, not over a driveway, not along a sidewalk, but uh, back from any kind of pavement tree also has thorns and that's another reason that bald-headed guys don't like to have them right by the <laughs> place that they get out of their car <clears throat> first-hand yes, experience well, <laughs> yeah so anyway keep going well as i said we have butterflies in the garden underway through april 10 we have live butterflies from around the world in our tropical conservatory uh, thus creating the largest exhibit of live exotic butterflies in north central texas uh, people can purchase timed entry tickets uh, now through a link on the garden's website. Uh, that's the best way to do it in advance. Or, you know, if you get there, really, uh, with this coming week and, and the crowds that we'll have, I really encourage people to purchase their timed entry tickets online before they come to the garden. And then, uh, as of this past Friday, we have some, uh, well, we had an invasion in the garden. We have these huge insects now that have invaded the garden. We've got 10 of them. Uh, these are large wooden sculptures on a gargantuan scale. We have a praying mantis, three giant ants, a spider in a web, an assassin bug, a ladybug, daddy long legs, a damselfly, and a large dragonfly. And the sculptures are made from whole trees, cut green saplings, dry branches, and other forest materials. The exhibit is included in the price of garden admission. They are fabulous looking. The uh, photograph that was included in the newsletter from Britt uh, was, mm -hmm. uh, and from and from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden just really shows them off or shows that one off. And they are compelling looking. So nice, yes. nice work. Yeah. So all right, lots of things going on, and uh, so I hope everybody will come out for the uh, for the butterflies and for the big bugs. That's just yes. a lot of fun. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right, and if you were taking the exit for the Fort Worth Zoo, which a lot of people have also done, or for TCU, uh, you would go north instead of south. And uh, so that's, and Casa Manana is your neighbor. So all those right. things uh, uh, play out. All right, and uh, if they wanted to find you on the web, what would that be? That is fwbg.org. And is that where they go uh, for, uh, for tickets to yes, Butterflies yes. in the Garden? Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have that one covered. And then the 24-hour, old-fashioned, 24-hour recorded information line. What is that phone number? That is 817-463-4160. Steve, as hard as I try to stump you, I just can't do it. You got 100 on your <laughs> test. 
Well, I appreciate you. you. I hope everybody will come out this week. All right. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. All right. Talk to you next Sunday. That is sponsored by Callaway's Nursery. As you heard Mars Ward say, they sponsor this entire hour, and they have for many years, and they sponsor that report today. Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully at Callaway's. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best products for your lawn and garden. Their Texas-certified nursery professionals understand the importance of nurturing your plants and your shrubs and your lawn, and that's why they recommend their natural lawn and garden food for your gardening success it's so good they put their trusted name on it callaways right there on the on the on the product every application will benefit the health of your lawn and garden and uh, it will allow your plants to thrive naturally in addition to the 1031 formula it also contains coffee k an activated organic matter enriched with actual coffee grounds 25-pound bag of Callaway's Natural Lawn and Garden Food covers 5,000 square feet. Regular price $39.99 on sale today, just $34.98. Organic, good for your lawn and garden, and backed by Callaway's Nursery, and that means their 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you love plants, helping people, and spending time outside, stop by, apply, join their Texas-grown team. That's uh, Callaway's. They're now hiring at all of their locations. Shop local at the community stores or order online at Callaway's.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. It's Callaway's Nursery, and that means it's life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. I'm Ginger with Callaway's Nursery in Southlake. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. All right, Ginger, thank you very, very much. And we are ready to go to our phone lines. First call today is from Kathy and McKinney. Kathy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Listen, I have a question about my St. Augustine grass. It, the runners kind of just stay on top of the ground they don't really root uh very well i need to i kind of want to know what's causing that what i could do to correct it all right doesn't that normally show up about the middle of the summer is that when you normally see it well it's kind of there all the time but maybe that's you know it doesn't that doesn't ever go back down it no no they like, don't. yeah I, from the time that I was a teenager, a long time ago, mowing yards, I have observed that in St. Augustine lawns. Um, I grew up in College Station. It happened there. And the first observation I ever made when I pulled up one of those runners, I, I cut it off and looked at it. Uh, you'll notice that the roots on those runners are very short and they're dark, which means that they're not healthy. Uh, St. Augustine roots okay. should be white and crisp and, and growing actively. Those roots don't okay. grow, and they're and they're dark. There is some kind of a fungus or something going on. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being horrific, they're a 1. Uh, this is not a major okay. problem. It's, it's an annoyance. And um, what I have always done when I was mowing lawns for a teenager living and when I have mowed my own yard, uh, with St. Augustine, I would just, uh, uh, as I mowed, I would reach over with my left foot because I always mowed from right to left. Uh, discharge chute was on the right. 
Uh, I would yeah. reach over with my left foot and lift the next one that I was going to encounter. And so when I came around with the mower, it would lift. It it would, it would, I would just be cut off, and I'd never notice it. Okay. And, and in my okay. case, anyway, in my lawn, it didn't uh, persist for more than about four or six weeks, and then I didn't see it again until the next year. Um, I yeah. did a lot of research on that. Uh, a couple of summers ago, I had two or three calls in a row about it, and I thought, well, you know what, I'm going to see if any of the land-grant schools, the ag schools like Oklahoma State, uh, not so much Oklahoma State because that's pretty far north for St. Augustine, but A&M and, and LSU and Clemson, and I couldn't find anything that gave much a much better answer than what I just gave you, uh, okay. which, means, which means it's so, minor and not much to worry about. Okay, so when you say it's from an unhealthy a lawn what what can i do i know right now i've got quite a few weeds coming up in the yard i mean what do i need to do to to that and when and then what kind of fertilizer and when well what you just asked is uh took me a month to write uh, when i did that chapter oh, of my book sorry. so yeah that's going to be a long answer but basically okay. the fertilizer no I'll, I'll give it to you but i'm not going to do it in a month uh the fertilizer you use on saint augustine would be an, in, in Collin County because of the black clay soil. I live in Collin County also. And uh, you would use an all-nitrogen fertilizer. You don't want any of the middle number. Um, so you're using, uh, you're using a high-quality fertilizer that has all-nitrogen. It may have potassium, the third number, but you don't want any uh, uh, phosphorus because it accumulates. We have enough already. Thank you. No more. No moss. <laughs> And and okay. so uh, you do that half, upwards of half, maybe a third to one half of that nitrogen should be in a slow release form. And they can show you that at uh, at the nursery or at a hardware store. They'll look in the fine print and explain how you tell that. All right, and the fertilizer okay. should be applied uh, early April, early June, early September. Those are your three times for St. Augustine. And then there are other things that bother St. Augustine, like early blight and gray leaf spot, chinch bugs, and brown patch, and you have to deal with those independently uh, if they show okay. up. So uh, it has okay. it has challenges. I love St. Augustine. Uh, it is my grass of choice. It has a lot of baggage. I know. Okay. Yeah. And and as far as like a pre-emergent or post-emergent um, is now the time to take care of that also? This or? would be the time for a pre-emergent if you have crabgrass or grass burrs. Usually you don't have, have those in St. Augustine. You have grass burrs? Okay. Uh, no. No. All right. So you probably don't need to use the pre-emergent for those uh, at this okay. time in the St. Augustine lawn. Those are primarily for Bermuda grass lawns and, and especially in sandy soils. Um, okay. the, the weeds that you see right now are probably mostly uh, broadleafed weeds, and you can use a broadleafed right. weed killer uh, with 2,4-D in it, and that will, uh, that will stop those. I must move. Okay. I, I'm, I'm eight minutes behind my log schedule okay. now. I'm hurting Thank badly. So I hope that helps. I appreciate me. your Thank call. You. you bet. Thank you so much. Folks, that is uh, all outlined in the turf chapter of my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If that was too much to write down, it's all there. And it's also in Chapter 2, the calendar of when to do everything in your landscape and garden. 
I, I don't mean to make it sound crassly commercial, but that's there's a lot to do that is very uh, uh, specifically dated. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, Chapter 1, is the basics of gardening in Texas, the things you have to know to do all the other 10 chapters. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar that tells you month by month when you apply the pre-emergence and when you fertilize in St. Augustine and everything else. When you plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all your plants, month by month, four pages per month. And then individual chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in the book. If you don't have the book, here is my promise to you. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. And if this book does not pay for itself by the end of June, by the end of spring, I will buy it back from you full price, no questions asked. I will guarantee you it will pay for itself. I've sold 74,000 of them, and I have not been asked to refund on any one of them. The guarantee has been the same all the way through. 344 pages. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper and 840 of my photographs. It has more than 25 multi-page charts to help you make the right decisions. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. You must call my office or go to my website, the office number, Monday through Friday, 800-752-4769. That's 800-752-GROW. The better way is to order from neilsperry.com. Order right now while you're thinking about it. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation Repairs. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered, and they feature an easy-to-assemble bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant, and they come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home, those can be lifetime decisions, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money. You get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them, 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-268. 3553 or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller, MuellerInc.com because Mueller means more. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Jim Burton with Callaway's in McKinney and now back to Neil. Well, that's big Jim Burton. He is uh, the manager of our store in McKinney. And thank you, Jim. Let's go back to our phone lines. Let's see. Going to Greg in Highland Village. Greg, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? 
Um, I've uh, run across a tree on the Internet that I was very interested in, wondering if if you knew of any problems with growing it around here. It's called uh, Japanese Zelkova. I'm familiar with that. And you know what? I haven't thought about Zelkova in a long, long, long time. I I learned it at A&M when I was in undergraduate school, and that was in the 60s. And that's about the last time I heard about it. That's kind of odd. Yeah. Um, I saw one cultivar on it that looked had a very interesting shape to me. It's called a wireless. Looks like a pancake on a stick. <laughs> well, you know, I would say give it a try. The thing that would concern me um, would be its resistance to cotton root rot. A lot of times when we have a tree that just isn't grown much, that's the uh, the problem. Zelkovas are winter hardy. I know they're I know they're grown farther north, and uh, I just I don't recall. I don't think I could take you up to one and say there is a Zelkova. They may be out there, and I just have been walking past them and not thinking about it. But uh, the ones that Prof DeWorth taught showed us at A and M back when when A and M had seven thousand students. That's how far back it goes. Um, uh, were were pretty trees. And you have the okay. species right, and uh, and and you've been doing your homework, so uh, I think uh, I think it's uh, worth uh, worth trying. Um, Highland Village has. Do you have the red sandy clay soils, or do you have black clay? Oh, uh, it's it's as alkaline as you can get. I think the water is close to a pH of eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're yeah. kind of in an area where I don't know the soil that well because you don't have to go very far from. Highland Village to get into the, some of the red soil that comes down through the, the mid-cities. Um, mm-hmm. But it's worth a try. See what happens. Do you have a source? Uh, well, I'd have to order it on the Internet. That's the only source I know oh, of. Oh, goody. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would I would consider the source. I would check the source out pretty carefully. Our son living at uh, – all, all three of our kids went into things other than horticulture. Um two of them somewhat media-driven, and um, so I guess they took that side of my career. Probably not a bad move, but but our son, who was in D.C. at the time, decided he would buy a shade tree for his yard, and he got talked in on a website into a eucalyptus tree for his backyard in D.C. It uh, didn't fare well. Um, so be be careful, but I th- you sound like a very astute gardener. I'd love to. I'd love to hear how it does for you. Okay, great. And a little bit of knowledge is a very dangerous thing. Well, but it's a good start. Rather have that than no knowledge, you know. <laughs> okay, that's true. Appreciate um, you. I've yeah. Got, uh, Go ahead. A uh, quick question: uh, Is it too late to trim a uh, uh, red oak because of the oak will? It is inside the window of please don't prune me now. Yes, I would probably not do it because, uh, especially with the weather warming this week, we're going to be in the time that that uh, sap is moving, that oak wilt could be active. Uh, For folks who are uh, uninformed, oak wilt is a fungus that uh, spreads most actively during the spring, and so the taboo time for pruning of oaks is uh, between Valentine's Day and the middle of the summer. Things kind of slow down, and and that disease stops its activity by mid-July, usually. I, I would not do the pruning unless you had an emergency. If you had a limb broken and you need to clean it up, 
that would justify pruning now, but just for regular pruning, I would wait until midsummer. So, well, I better run. I appreciate your call. Folks, we're going to join the news in just a minute. I have a break. I'm a break behind now. My first call ran kind of lengthy, and I'll catch up on the other side of it. I do want to invite you to call right now, though, because I have cleared the lines, and so they're available to you. 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. Call right now, and we'll be right back. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. Russia's attacks on Ukraine are now within 10 miles of Poland. I'm Dennis Martin with the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Still dealing with an accident that occurred early this morning on the uh, northbound side of 635 in Mesquite at Oates Drive. It's a very, very serious accident. No word yet on when it will, in fact, be uh, restored. The traffic will be restored. A large pavement renewal project is closing various lanes of Preston Road in both directions between 635 and McCallum Boulevard. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Sunny, breezy, and warmer today. The high, 67 degrees. Tomorrow, Monday, partly sunny, breezy. There's a chance for some spotty evening thunderstorms. And a high temperature tomorrow of 75. Right now, 40 degrees in Dallas, 42 in Fort Worth. Russia has escalated attacks in eastern Ukraine, rather western Ukraine, striking a military base where Ukrainian troops are trained with NATO forces. That brings the conflict in Ukraine within 10 miles of Poland and other members of the bloc. The Ukrainians say more than 30 cruise missiles were fired at that base, killing at least 35 people, wounding 100 more. The Texas Education Agency's top focus is addressing student learning loss, which saw nearly 40% of students failing the STAR math exam. TEA Commissioner Mike Morath says it starts with hiring and retaining good teachers. The number one priority for us as an organization is what we do to help improve our ability collectively to recruit, support, and retain teachers and principals. TEA has recently invested more than $120 million to address the loss of quality teachers in Texas. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed on the latest with the Russian war on Ukraine with News Talk 820, WBAP 99.5 FM HD 2 and WBAP.com. Wild Birds Unlimited, help your birds prepare for the nesting season. It is upon us. It's upon them. Nesting season, a new generation of birds will soon be entering the world. You can make a significant difference in how well those visitors survive and thrive. Wild Birds Unlimited offers the best nest boxes and the most comprehensive lineup of foods, especially for nesting birds, like their Nesting Super Blend. Wild Birds Unlimited seed blends and cylinders with calcium and mealworms and bugs and bits. The Wild Bird blend of bark butter bits 
and dried mealworms. May not sound good to you, but it'll drive them nuts. You watch. They love it. The experts at Wild Birds Unlimited will make sure you have everything you need to attract, foster, and enjoy the nesting bird families around your own home. For all of your seed, feed, and nesting supplies, it's Wild Birds Unlimited. They are great stores filled with great people who love introducing you to birding. It's a popular hobby across America. Dallas Store David stores at 5715 West Lover's Lane, right next to Nichols and Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, and just a block west of the tollway. Dallas Store East Dallas, 5708 Abrams. This is Ron's store, and it's a new location for him, one block south of Northwest Highway on Abrams. And the McKinney store, Birdie's store. You're going to see a lot of, a lot of happy people in there and a lot of laughter. They love helping people. At 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. Voted store of the year nationally a couple of years in a row. For store locations in Dallas and McKinney, look them up on the website at wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. Whenever you're out and about, take us along. Just download the WBAP app. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. Niels Ray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email box Thursdays right at 6 o'clock. It's sent by constant contact. I get mine about 2 or 3 after 6 o'clock on Thursdays. And uh, there always are five stories in it. One is a featured plant of the week. One is a featured question of the week, something I've been asked repeatedly. And one of them is always gardening this weekend, where I point out the most important things to get done in the ensuing three or four days. It's always free, always has been, always will be. I will never spam you myself. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody, so you don't have to worry about spam coming in from the from the uh, from the left side or the right side. It's just you're going to get eGardens and that's it. It's just a wonderful garden section is what it is. So if you'd like to see what it looks like and maybe sign up, you can do all of that by going to my website. That's where it comes from. And that's uh, at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. That's where you also buy my book if you're interested. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is the News and Talk of Texas, 820 WBAP. All right. And then finally, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. These are the people who can save your house, save your house from flooding, save your house because they'll put a new roof on your house and make that house just really the way it needs to be. That's what they did at our house four years ago. We had some developing problems. We had some leaks and didn't know exactly how the water was getting in. I didn't see problems up on the roof. I didn't go on the roof. That's not something Neil does anymore. But I knew we had some flashing problems up against the side of the uh, uh, top story, second story. And Wortham Brothers went up there and they said, yeah, you're right on that. You have some problems with the flashing and the valleys, but you have a bigger problem. You have roof damage all over the roof. You've had a hailstorm through here. And I thought back to several months earlier when a hailstorm had had been kind of in the neighborhood, but we didn't think it had come through our neighborhood. I didn't have a lot of uh, uh, leaf damage and 
and we had been gone that night. We took our car into town and got under some cover of all my woodworking equipment in the garage, and I hadn't cleaned the garage out yet like I have now. And, and so anyway, we had to go into protection, and, and when we came home, it didn't look like there had been that much hail, but there had been. So anyway, I digress. Wortham Brothers could track that. They have maps of where the hail fell, and they said, yes, there was a significant hailstorm here. You have damage. Here are the photos. And uh, so I called our insurance carrier, and they said, yeah, we know that. Uh, we'll send an inspector out. They did, and uh, Wortham Brothers took it after after we got our settlement. Wortham Brothers took over, made a lot of great suggestions, and we got a first-class roof. Oh, it was so much better than what I ever would have expected just because we dealt with the best roofer you can find. Wortham Brothers Roofing. They've put 100,000 roofs on. Isn't that something? We're one of those, just one. So there are a lot of other happy customers out there. They've been in business for two generations, and that is since 1986. Here is the contact information, 972-562-5788. They serve the entire North Texas area and uh, they'd be happy to help you. 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Wendy Vanderbeck from the Hewland Store, and now back to Neil. She is our friend of many, many years. Thank you, Wendy. She really is a good friend of my wife and mine. So thank you, Wendy. Let's go back to the phone lines. Phone lines are empty. I just uncovered that and my my uh, internet service just dropped out here at my office. Let me try to reestablish that. Probably won't matter uh, if I, there we go. And there we go. And we'll see what happens. It just, that happens at home all the time, which is why I'm broadcasting from here. So Mike, you don't have any calls, right? All right. I gave the uh, phone number at an awkward time. And so I'm going to try it right now, and then I will uh, give you a little bit of information. Uh, 800-288-WBAP. Please call right now. That letter at the end of the call letters is P, like we bring all programming. That was what it stood for 100 years ago when this station began. 288-WBAP, 288 That's an 800-288-9227. I did that terribly, didn't I? No wonder I don't get any calls. So call now, if you will, please. That uh, prediction is that that will fill them up. 800-288-9227. The uh, information I want to bring to you is that it is time for pre-emergent weed killer application. Um, Normally, I would say between the 5th and 15th, and uh, we are precariously close to the 15th. I think this year, because of these late cold spells, you know, the Bradford pears are not even blooming where, where we live in, in McKinney, and I haven't seen them in Dallas yet blooming. Uh, Mexican plums are just coming into bloom, as Steve Huddleston told us, and they normally are in bloom in late February. I think we're a full two weeks behind on a lot of these things. And uh, so as a result, I think uh, our uh, I think our window for applying pre-emergent weed killers is moved back by two weeks. I think we're just now starting that time. So if you want to go ahead and get the pre-emergent weed killer out now, that would be fine. If you've already applied it, it is no problem. It's better to be a little bit early. So don't uh, don't worry. If you, I had somebody call my program on KLIF yesterday. Oh, do I have to do it again? I put it out yesterday. <laughs> she said Friday. I said, oh, my goodness, no, you're fine. But uh, that would be either Valan 
or dimension or halts, bayland, dimension or halts, granules. They're applied to any kind of lawn grass, St. Augustine, Bermuda, or Zoysia, to prevent crabgrass and grass burrs. They prevent annual summertime grassy weeds. These are pre-emergent weed killer granules. You put them on to uh, prevent the emergence, the germination of annual grassy weeds. The weeds you have right now are prevented uh, with a a pre-emergent applied around Labor Day, the last week of August or the first week of September. Uh, There's nothing you can do about them right now for the grassy weeds that are out there right now, the winter weeds. Uh, You do that right around Labor Day. If you have broadleafed weeds in your lawn right now, like clover and dandelions, you can use a broadleafed weed killer spray containing 2,4-D, the number 2, a comma, the number 4, a hyphen, and D as in dandelion. And that will kill those. So, anyway. All right. All the lines are filled. Let me go to Harold in Stephenville. Harold, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Uh... I was wondering if we can uh, plant Carpathian walnuts in this area. Yes, uh, they are modestly successful. I'm not sure I would uh, count on a a huge crop. I had a good friend who had a nice one, Um, but uh, I just I don't think it's going to be a a valuable crop for you. It's not going to be as productive as pecans would, for example, by any measure. Well, would it would it uh, coexist with my black walnuts? Yes, sir. I don't know why it wouldn't uh, coexist. Um, you've you've chosen two trees that are not ranked really highly in the in the <laughs> recommended list of trees to plant. So, well, that, that was my curiosity. Well, you can do it. I'd do it as I soon hope. as you can. If you're if you're going to be getting a Carpathian walnut, I would do it as soon as you can, uh, unless you can find one in a container. Well. I found a nursery, and uh, he told me that it would grow in this area, but like you said, not well. Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. Yeah, I appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You bet. Let's go to uh, Lori in Cleburne. Lori, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How can I help you? Well, I want to know whether or not it's too late to – I read in your book – um, but I think I may have missed my window of opportunity to transplant my Rose of Sharon. All right. It's about three and a half years old, and it's just, um, I think it just gets too wet where it's at. And every year it gets, you know, the aphids and gets bugs all over it. Okay, that has nothing to do with moisture in the soil. Okay. Uh, they they will come anywhere. If if you put a rose of Sharon and if you build a rose of Sharon, they will come. So okay. don't don't uh, don't move it thinking that's going to get rid of them. Um, they're easily controlled, so I wouldn't I wouldn't panic about that. As far as answering your question, uh, if it has uh, started breaking buds and you can see growth coming out, then I would say it is a little bit late. If it still is completely dormant, you could move it. That we're we're right on that transition line where i live i have seen no growth on the ones i have and and the others around town it will there will be growth within a week or two okay okay yeah i I don't have any growth yet if you do it in the next two or three days i think you'll be fine but don't do it trying to get rid of aphids 
Okay, how do I control the aphids? I've done everything, and I get them every year. Am I just going to get them? You're, yeah, you get mosquitoes every year, and you do everything you can to get rid of them, too. So it's it's just a, a cyclical insect that comes back. Aphids have the uh, the horrible ability to give rise to living young without males. They, they uh, if I'm not mistaken i may be getting my terms mixed up but i believe that's called apomixis they uh, they give rise to living young without mating and then at the end of the season they create males the females create males so that they can mate and lay eggs for overwintering purposes uh, that's a very limited uh, amount of coursework in entomology and that's my best recollection so if i'm way off it was a dream <laughs> but but they are extremely prolific uh, there are a couple of ways you can get rid of aphids number one is to hit the plant with a hard stream of water and just blast them off i'm i'm serious i'm not an anti-spray person but that's a good okay. start because you do that without mixing anything just standing there and so you start with that. The second thing is you could use uh, almost any general purpose insecticide uh, to control them except seven. Seven doesn't do a good job on aphids, but most other things do. And so if you want to use just a plain old-fashioned um, uh, general purpose insecticide, that will work. You could use systemic insecticides. They will work. Uh, almost any of them will have aphids listed on the label. Okay. So that okay. Won't, won't be and a aphids problem. are the ones that leave the real uh, sticky little yes. residue, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, are. okay. I've got my, I've got them right then. Okay, yeah. very good. Well, I sprayed them with those those uh, water and Dawn and did that. Well, Dawn Dawn is not, it's not a panacea. The, okay. the the reason that Dawn or any other a lot of home remedies people bring Dawn into the mix, and I have no idea why Dawn got all that credit any more than ivory or anything else okay. um, but but what a dishwashing detergent will do is let's say that you have web worms up in a pecan tree the big webs if you put a drop or two of a liquid dishwashing detergent in your spray of malathion for example it will break the surface tension of the web so that the insecticide can penetrate into the web it's not the it's not the detergent that is killing. Okay, that does it. Okay. Yeah, and 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 people half hear what you're saying, and they run wild out into the woods, screaming, "Oh, the detergent kills these things!" And that's not the case. So, now, that is very good to know. I will definitely share that with my sister. All right, you go tell her. All right. Spread, thank spread you. the truth, <laughs> girl. I appreciate your call. Thank you, Lori. Have a good day. All right, let's see. Let me take a break, and then we'll go to Jack and Van Alstein. Jack has a very good question as well. So I just, uh, I didn't mean to make light of that. It's, um, it, it amazes me how things get started, and then they just uh, get perpetuated. And on, on these home remedy things, that's why you'll never hear me giving home remedies, and that's why you also will hear me try to be polite in cutting people off when they say, hey, I've got a, I've got a thing that worked for me, a home remedy for, for killing this or that. No, I really don't want to do that. Um, I guess part of it stems back to watching my dad do serious research at Texas A&M on weed control. He was a Ph.D. Uh, range ecologist, and, and he was the state weed control specialist for A&M for many years while I was a kid. And I watched him do the repetitive research that it takes to prove that something does work. 
And in doing that, um, there was no, there were no hunches. Uh, he had hunches, and then he proved his hunches wrong, and had to accept that right away. And these home remedies, so often the hunches overwhelm people, and they can't get rid of the hunches. So anyway, uh, that's that's why I don't go with the home remedy idea. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, I hope, will be your go-to gardening reference. I self-published it so I could uh, make the decisions myself. I wouldn't be working with a committee at a publishing house. Uh, a lot of reasons I didn't want a publishing house involved. I didn't want them to assign an editor and graphic designer to me, somebody I had never met before. I wanted to use Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith because I had worked with both of them uh, the uh, editor being Carolyn Sky and graphic designer being Cindy Smith, and I knew them to be the best I'd ever worked with. And I wanted them. I wanted that to be my team, and and luckily both of them were willing. And uh, so we worked for a year on Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And poor Cindy had eight. Well, she had twelve hundred photos uh, given to her to work with. I had no idea I was doing that to her. I just sent a lot of emails, and she very carefully put them in folders. And finally, at the end of the book, she said, "Neil, are you aware that you have eight hundred forty photographs in your book? You sent me twelve hundred. Oh my goodness." So anyway, it's 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things that pertain to all of the other 10 chapters. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do everything. Uh, chapters 3, that, that's written for every county, to all 254 counties of Texas. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. It's all in this book. The other reason I didn't want to go through a publishing house was the price. I knew this was going to be a, an expensive book if I did the the publishing house thing because they would want a big profit, and so would the distributor, and so would the stores and Amazon and all of that. So I said no to all of that. I just said I'll sell it directly to my listeners and my readers, and I know I won't sell as many but I'll be able to sign them all because they'll be coming right out of my house or my garage, and that's what's happening. And I've enjoyed that very, very much. 74,000 copies sold so far, and I've not had one request for a refund. And so that's what I can tell you. It's a hardback. It's on high-quality paper, and we're in the fifth printing right now, just about to finish it up in terms of sales. So here are the two ways you can order it. You can call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800 752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it on my website right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com. Great Mother's Day gift. Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. 
Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right. You know, I don't know if I mentioned the price of my book a moment ago in the ad. I am sinking. As I mentioned, we were up way late last night watching the Duncanville-McKinney-Lions game and the time change. I am exhausted. Uh, it's thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage, and uh, it's a satisfaction guarantee. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair right now and invite you to get them out now. You don't have to wait for the summer. In fact, it's better that you not wait for the summer because they get behind in the summer. There are a lot of people. It's dry right now, and there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be asking for help from Advanced Foundation Repair. If you know from prior summers that you have foundation problems, or if you're pretty pretty sure, if you want to make sure if you if you just moved into your house and you see some evidences that there might have been some foundation problems and you just want to make sure that you're safe then you call advanced foundation repair the home inspection is absolutely free i've advertised for them for 26 years and i have received so many nice comments from people saying thank you for this referral thank you they have saved me a lot of money they did the job beautifully or they told me I didn't have any kind of a problem. That's the nicest one of all is when I get those. And so here is the number for Advanced Foundation Repair. It's 214-333-0003. The home inspection is absolutely free. If they do find that there are problems, if you choose to use their services, it the, the repair work will be guaranteed for the lifetime of the house and transferred from owner to owner to owner as many times as the house sells. That's pretty spectacular. They brought their industry forward. They were the first to do all these things. That's why they're called Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest plants, products, and services. I'm Lynn from the South Arlington Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Lynn, very, very much. And we go to Jack and Van Alstein. Jack, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. It's a beautiful morning in Van Alstein. It's beautiful in McKinney as well. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. How can I help? Uh, I've heard you mention numerous times that you really shouldn't put uh, dirt on top of a tree. A large, in this case, it's a Shamard oak, and it's probably 24 inches in diameter. Mm. So it's a big tree, well-established, but my uh, elevation is around it is kind of low. I wanted to raise it, and I, again, I was wondering if if you can raise it maybe an inch or two. I'm, I'm a patient man. Uh, an inch or two a year, and the roots would naturally come up to the surface, or is that this doesn't work that way? You could do a little bit a year. An inch would be the most I'd want to do it, and you don't want to get it right up around the um, uh, trunk. You want to leave the root flare where it is. Um, 
Okay. Is there a way, is it pooling water around it or what? No, I just want to change the elevation of the yard where it's more, uh, so the runoff is more away from the house. Is it possible somewhere out around the drip line to cut a swale, a, a, a very shallow uh, uh, dip that would take the water away from the trunk instead of adding soil up around the tree? I think I could probably do that. I did that with a sod cutter at our house 35 years ago, and you couldn't even tell I had done it. I took about half an inch of soil off, and it was amazing the next time we had a heavy rain. I watched the, the water run. It was like I changed the continental divide. It was, it was fabulous. Consider that, and you might have somebody come out with a transit and just do a level for you and, and see what it would take. That might be a lot easier in the long run. i got to run. Thanks for the call.